This is a silly look at a serious world. And you better stop what the hell you're doing because the Mac is playing, Josh and Amanda. Don't you agree? Don't you like to love me? It doesn't matter when you're listening, watching, live streaming, Ken. I'm in a weird mood. Welcome to the Afternoons with Josh, Ken, and Amanda. We're here live on Twitch. And yeah, I'm pushing all the boundaries of trademark infringement. Because Josh, Amanda, for the last two hours, I've been listening to Fleetwood Mac on YouTube. Oh, I love Fleetwood Mac. Also, can we just have a moment for my Beyonce moment you're right doing, now? Well, you're kind of, you've got like the Stevie Nicks hair in the Rihanna video. Rihanna. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a fan blowing on me and my husband just so conveniently set it up to where all my hair is like No, you look so. great for those watching live. Amanda looks like she's in her own video. Yep. Ooh. 90s music video. Hi everybody, it's me, Ken. I've introduced the show five times. I don't care. I'm in a weird mood, Josh. I'm in a weird <laughs> mood, Amanda. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I've been fighting crows. I've been guarding a hummingbird nest. I drove today. I had to go do some errands and I got in my car and uh, I uh, had the top down, which was a lot of fun until I witnessed a four-car accident where all four cars went to in the same direction at once. And then three minutes later, I just drove by a burning car engulfed in flames on Las Vilas Boulevard. No one in it. A guy running around the uh, yard looking for a hose and just a car. It, I was like, what's going on with the world? I'm happy Ken, to be here. I was on the, uh, the 101 and I saw a car flipped over on the other side of the highway and people were like running around. I think they were trying to get like somebody out of the car. I was too scared to stop because on the other side of the highway because I couldn't like run across. But man, it was something. Uh, yeah, it's a weird day. Weird mood. Here comes the music. Everyone uh, uh, knows. Um, everyone knows if you're watching live, I am not currently naked. I am just <laughs> wearing a uh, dress oh, off the shoulder. Dress off the shoulder. Um, oh, okay. Josh did the camera at just like a really convenient angle. So I actually look naked. But uh, you're I'm all not. right. You're all right. Uh, Hayslip did that too this week. No, just kidding. Yeah, Hayslip did that too. Allison Hayslip posted on Instagram the same kind of thing. She was at a beach and it was just a low cut top, crop top, or whatever you call it, whatever the technical term is. And she had her go back in the comments, be like, "I, all right, here's the here's I'm not topless on the beach. It happens. Josh and I do it too when we post our pictures. Of course, yeah. I mean, I posted a shirtless picture today from our honeymoon. And I was like, you know, I was pushing 220 in that picture, mostly because I was funneling pizza for breakfast, mostly. (laughs) Which is actually so unfair because I starved myself for our wedding and I lost weight and I worked out like six times a day. Right. Um, I felt amazing at the time. I didn't know I was as thin as I was until now looking back at photos and I'm like, damn, I was really tiny or putting my dress on again. That's not a great not a great thing. Yeah, you're doing good. He like got fatter for our wedding <laughs> and then afterwards lost all this weight and then I blew up. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, you blew I up. didn't blow yeah. up, but yeah. you know, I, I did mm-hmm. get a little soft in places. More like a glow up as the kids say. Glowing. So, Whoa. So yeah, I was looking good on our honeymoon, but right after I just I got home and I ate and drank all the things. Meanwhile, this guy's like working out all the time and loses 
40 pounds. I, uh, I mean, I hate him for it too. I hate him for it too. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I feel you, but I don't remember you, Josh being big for the wedding. I don't remember. I wasn't that. big wasn't for the wedding, big. but I packed them on on the honeymoon. I ate everything the whole time. But you were still bigger on our wedding day than you are now. Yes. And then I put on the, the problem was, is after the honeymoon from like October until Christmas that year, I just went like full bore. And by the time January 2018 hit, it was like, uh oh, he can't. I couldn't fit in the pants anymore. Like it was a scene. It was a scene. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I mean, I, I'm still. With, I'm. I'm eating vegan. I'm getting back in the gym. I have this weird knee injury. We got to be careful about. But, but yeah, Grace. Grace the other day goes. I. I think you should wear more white t-shirts. And I was like, no. Why? She's like, because me, uh, fatty, fat, fat, and white t-shirts. I can't do it like Makuga there in his <laughs> white t-shirt. It's more of a charcoal Heather, but it's a Heather Gray. Oh, Heather Gray's I can do. Heather Gray's I can do. I can do that. I can do that. Uh, You guys, I have been using so much self tanner in quarantine. I don't know if you can tell if you're watching live, but the only way for me to really feel good about myself is if I just smack on the self tanner. And when I see myself on camera, it's quite alarming. (laughs) Uh, you know, I, I this don't, really gives me the, the, that faux glow, if you know what I mean. I think that's what you want. I, I think that's what you want. But, I, I do want the faux glow because I don't want yeah. skin cancer. So it's fine. Yeah. But it, I think sometimes I, I am not paying attention when I'm putting it on and I probably put on a little too much. Like my Italian husband is lighter than me. Now, but here's the thing, as she like complains about this, Ken, and I'm no one to talk because I burned my shoulders so bad last weekend. I saw that. But old Mandy burn knees over here didn't put any suntan lotion on her knees and then couldn't really sleep because she didn't burn any other part of her body. Just not her face, my knees. Her knees. And they were so burned. They were like purple. You know, when you get so oh, sunburned yeah. and, and when you sit down and you bend your knee, like bend at the knee and your skin has to stretch. It's so painful. Oh yeah. I, I did that as a kid. Once the back of my knees got burnt to the point that like crusted over, I was like nine oh. or 10 and I didn't fully understand what had happened. Like, why did the sun go against me? It was painful. <laughs> painful. I saw, I saw Josh. Yeah. When you appeared on uh, you appeared on something, I looked, I was like, Oh, that's a crunchy forehead. Yeah, uh, I think uh, the live stream on fr- Saturday night, wasn't it, with Mark and Sam Levine and you? Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, 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 where Sam questioned your lighting. Yeah, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Kristen McGee says, ever ever get mosquito bites sunburned? It's a nightmare. Yeah, I've, I think once, because the, the, your arm gets, like, bright red, but the mosquito bite gets, like, translucent white. At least that's, you know, what's happened. I don't know how I'm still alive. I don't really get mosquito bites. They don't like me. I think my blood tastes bad or something. It's terrible. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. About, I don't know the yeah. science of bites. They're, they're back, though, right now. That's been the problem. They're back? Mosquitoes. I mean, it, it, everything's co- our backyard, which is a little jungle, yeah. is starting to come back to life. Like spider webs are appearing like crazy. We got uh, you know weird little bugs flying about. None of those murder hornets yet. But, oh man! Yeah. You guys, I'm more scared of those than I am of COVID. I, I know that sounds terrible, but if uh, truly, uh, maybe they just created murder hornets to make people stay home. Because I'll tell you what, if those things get to California, I'm definitely not going outside. Yeah, that's more. I'm, I'm definitely keeping the top up on the Mustang. Uh, I 
Yeah, definitely. All we need is more blowtorches. I think we need more like flamethrowers. Uh, no, okay. I don't want to kill them. I just want them to go yeah, back no, to their little No, we need to kill them. We, they, they aren't good for the environment. You kill the murder hornets. But you save the other bees. Yeah, you, you save the bees. You kill the murder the hornets. Oh, yes. Everybody knows an SAT question. Save the bees. And then someone posted a very disturbing video, and then I think our friend Stacy Howard retweeted it or commented on it, of a of a praying mantis, which are cool bugs, eating a, a, a murder hornet alive. And I just saw two seconds of it, and I'm going to have nightmares. It's a nightmare. I don't, I'm, I'm not on the murder hornet side, but it's all kicking and moving and screaming when it's being eaten. I can't do that. It's like, that's why I didn't watch Walking Dead. Freaking me out. I'm not rooting for the murder hornets. I just don't want to see one eaten alive. Yeah, I agree. Ew, and why would anyone do that? Stupid idiot. <laughs> I, I don't know why. Also, also um, Will McLean says the Simpsons predicted all this. They did. They did. Yeah. What is going on with the Simpsons writers? This is pretty, That is one of the most yeah. absurd, like just crazy. That's something I'll never understand. How do the Simpsons know? Ken, I think that each show, because... It, 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 clearly, people are enjoying the new T-shirts of the afternoon with oh, Josh yeah. Ken, right? Yeah, uh, Chris, you got one. Somebody else posted a picture on on Twitter. I forget who it was. If you're if you're watching the show live, tell me if it was you. Uh, but I think that we need to make a T-shirt for the show that just says "Kill the Murder Hornets." The afternoon, no. kill the better. Like it's not love. Like just ignore. Baby, the you, nobody is going to buy shirts that say "Love Murder Hornets." It's going. They're going to buy shirts that say, say "Love Murder Hornets." Just don't make it about murder hornets at all. Why? That's just so do hot. Another right cool now. shirt. It's so hot right now. Uh, maybe murder hornets. Murder oh, hornet okay. tank top. Maybe, uh, did so wait? I did. I miss it. Did the, did the Simpsons actually predict the murder hornets? Is I missed that clip going around. I've been. I got. I got to imagine. I bet they, they did. did. They yeah. predicted everything else. Predicted. Yeah. I, I really predicted. Predicted. Old Handsaw says death penalty for murder hornets. Uh, I'm just worried <laughs> about the spiders. The spiders are starting to come back to our house. And oh. I'm prepared to fight them. But again, I like if I see a spider, a random spider in the house, I go to great lengths to save it, trap it, and take it outside. I, well, I'm, you should. I'm yeah. not. Yeah, I don't need that karma in my hand of just some spider doing its thing and suddenly I'm smooshing it. I. But Grace has a get it out of the house rule, fine, or kill it, it, it within two minutes if you can't trap it type of thing. Um, but I, I've got. I, I just fear. Are we have those? Uh, Edison bulbs outside, like on the patio. It's like we've built a bridge for the spiders. They're all now covered in webs. Like, oh, great. We'll just go to this side. Thank you. Crazy. Crazy. Can you imagine, like, they, they wake up from their winter slumber and they're like, let's see what's... The oh, my God, they built us a bridge. They built us a bit so much easier now. I used to have to fling it up, man. And now I'm fighting the crows. This has been this ongoing battle. I was talking about the Napsack Files. Um... Grace ordered a fake dead crow because we read up. We're like, do we get a scarecrow? Do we get a scarecrow? Crows apparently are smart enough, and I, I believe it because co- they have coordinated attacks. They'll see a ups- if you hang a dead crow upside down like a head on a spike, they'll be like, move along, move along, not this place. So, like they know yeah. that you have killers so they just pass yeah yeah nope. it's like it's like putting like the the blood of the lamb on our house and the holy spirit goes over it's like when they put ned stark's head on the spike on the bridge yes it's like that and so she ordered she made an amazon essential amazon order it was two items the fake dead crow and tarot cards so whoever's delivering that package is like 
What witch is sacrificing to the gods here? That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Christy <laughs> McGee says I need owl statues. Okay. Yeah. So I have a question about this. Um, she says we need, you need owl statues. Are the owl statues work against crows? Because they're kind of like the same size. Well, this is a good question because we don't want to keep the hummingbirds away that are building nests in our trees and the other little cute little sparrows and stuff and the pigeons that are shitting on me during wolf fire and wine shows. But um, we want to keep yeah. the asshole crows away. Oh, the, oh, the, fir uh. the first episode of Fire and Wine, we set up two minutes we go live, a bird craps on me. <laughs> <Right across. laughs> I think that's good luck, Ken. That I think sounds it sounds like bullshit. Somebody made that up because they wanted to tell somebody that a bird, like a bird poop in their suit. And they're like, oh, it's good luck. Like, oh, it is. Oh, my God. I can't wait to tell my friends at book group. And then everybody gets pooped. <laughs> like, oh, it's good luck. No, an animal good took luck. a shit on you. It's fecal matter. It's you could get seriously sick. Yeah. Oh, see, the Ranger Donald says I have owl statues that don't work at all. See, that's yeah. We were looking. I said, I'll get I'll get just a straight up scarecrow in our backyard with the overalls. Hay coming out. Little corn pop, uh, corn, uh, corn pot, pipe, whatever that cord cob pipe i know what it is uh i'll do that if it keeps the crows away but i don't want to keep the other birds away i don't know i don't know and here's the thing though you want to keep the spiders because they kill the mosquitoes you want to keep the crows because they eat bugs right don't crows eat bugs they do well no. a lot of birds eat uh, uh hummingbirds build their nests in, in part with spider webs so maybe they kill the spiders i don't you know look it's the balance of nature i i don't yeah. want to mess yeah, with yeah. it too much uh okay. just the crows i can't have I can't be woken up by the sound of my girlfriend crying in the hallway because she's watching a crow eat two hummingbird eggs. <laughs> oh, 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 I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I can't deal with that again. And I feel for her because she was so invested in the plight of this That's hummingbird. horrible. I'd, I'd go out there and like. She did. She tried to go out and the crow flew up onto our neighbor's roof and like was having the omelet in front of her. Like these crows are just, they're monsters. Can you know that there is, is a federal law that says you are allowed to murder crows whenever you want? Seriously, you can shoot a crow with like yeah. a pellet gun or a beat gun if you want to. Yeah. Well, my favorite thing is anytime I have a problem in the backyard, Josh is the first to suggest a pellet gun. And I really respect this. Raccoons, get a pellet gun. Crows, you get a pellet like gun. A personalized pellet gun, buddy. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll have to head to Big Five. I, 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 I can... Uh, that, oh, yeah, so, so Jeremy's Jeremy, Geek with the Side of Nerds, says this, I don't mess with any of the daddy dog long legs in the house. There's always an increase in scarier spiders when I kill too many. I tell Grace this because a daddy long leg will come in and she'll be like, get rid of it. I'm like, those things keep out the other spiders. Yes, like, yes. those are good. Yeah, so, again, delicate balance. I mean, I don't know if they, like, really bite, but I feel like they're sweet. They're like the friendly. They're like Charlotte's Web. They're like the friendly spider. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And Christy McGee makes a good point. I should have gotten you a pellet gun for your birthday. That's what I should have done. Now, here's an even funnier gun story, Ken. Are yeah. you ready for this? One? I am okay. ready. Okay. So uh, we were at Amanda's parents' house. All right. Okay. And my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law were up there. And my brother-in-law loves guns. Like, he's yeah. got pistols and he's got Just you know, hunting rifles. What's that? Is this the firefighter or, or the other guy? Other one. Other, yeah. Owns a he gym owns in Orange, a gym. Yeah. Orange County. Right. Right. So he's got all his permits and he, he's got like, you know, little 22 rifles and stuff. And my uh, in-law's house is overrun by rabbits. There's rabbits everywhere and they dig they're holes. Cute little baby rabbits. They're so cute. They're all, but they're always on the lawn and they dig up the lawn. And my mom is so over it. She's like, I oh. don't kill the mommies because then like, 
the babies freak out. But if you see babies, like you can basically. But aside from the gun thing, just side note, my mom has two huge dogs that literally catch the baby bunnies and eat them. It is so disgusting. I watched it happen. The the Great Dane Dane ripped a baby bunny up. If you have never heard a bunny scream, they scream. They do. It sounds like a dying bird. I thought it was a bird. I thought they caught a bird. And then I went and looked and it was a baby bunny. And I was just mortified and traumatized. And I just like had to walk away. Me and my mom were like, help, help. Oh my yeah. God, save the bunny. Well, yeah. But the bunnies, well, you know, you just passed the just savings passed on to me. How do, what the, yeah. Now I have a weird echo. Now I totally hear what's going on with the internet these days. You know, kids, they don't make the internet like they used to. I, I can hear you. Fine. No, no, okay. no echo over here. Just on my end, I give up. You know, I just, I've had such a problem with technology all my life, but now it's just gotten even, even better. It kind of went away. Um, uh, okay. So, okay, so here's, here, so here's how it goes, Ken. So, you know, obviously my father-in-law is, he's a very, uh, he's, he's a very interesting individual in the sense of like, I don't know if he likes me or if he doesn't like me. I think he just tolerates the fact that we're around. Okay. Yeah. That like the son-in-laws exist. Okay. Yeah. Like any father of daughters, you know, he's going to be very protective of the girls. And, you know, when old numb nuts over here comes waddling around, like making jokes and, you know, mm-hmm. I'll help you with the, oh, I cut down the wrong tree. My bad on that one. You know what I mean? So, so my, my brother-in-law says, let's help them and we'll shoot the bunnies with the 22. And I was like, all right. Uh, and yeah. my father-in-law is like, don't shoot anywhere uphill. Just shoot like towards certain targets, whatever. So. I'm like, all right, I don't, I don't really care. So I, I had to go and do something else for a couple hours. And in that time, my brother-in-law went on like a bunny murder rampage, right? He killed like seven of them. Okay. And he, honestly gross. Yeah. Who kills bunnies? What a loser. It, it was what it was. I, I mean, I, I, love, I do love my family, but like, and, and listen, I'm not, you know, I, I don't, whatever you want to do in your own time is your own time, whatever. I'm not condoning. I'm also not promoting. I'm just saying this is what happened. It is what it is. Now, he, it was getting dark and he's an idiot and he shot the gun and it ricocheted and put a hole in the water tank on the ranch. Oh no. So he comes running down and he's like, oh my God, I just shot the water tank. And I was like, Yes. (laughs) Because you know that's going to make me look good, Ken. You know how good that makes me look? Oh, yeah. And usually usually when Josh is up with my parents, like, not that he does something wrong, but I'll be honest, he, like, he's got slippery fingers, and and he drops, like, he broke a glass I break a lot of stuff. He just breaks a lot of stuff. So I can't tell you, I felt bad for my brother-in-law, but I was so happy that Josh was not with him because yeah. then I didn't have to like deal with my oh, parents yeah. being pissed at him. You would have had to go spend the weekend in a motel six in, in uh, Monterey or something. Exactly. Win, win. And here's the thing is my father-in-law is not a yeller. He doesn't yell. Like my yeah. father would no. have screamed at anybody that shot the water tank. Which no is doubt. almost worse because my stepdad is like very even keeled even when he's really upset, he doesn't really get worked up, which almost makes you feel worse because you're like, oh, God, he's so disappointed in me. Yeah. Um, so he, he took it well. And he yeah. was kind of like, well, it's it was also late at night. So he's like going to bed and he's like, well, let's just figure it out in the morning. You know, well, I mean, there's nothing we can do about it now. 
Was it yep. gushing out? What do you do? Do you do you stick it some gum on? No, no, no. We went up there. It was kind of like you know when you hit, uh, like when you poke a pinhole in a soda can and it's just like spraying the water out. Yeah, it was like that, but like the size of like a a BB hole because it's like a it's a twenty two bullet, so it's real yeah. small. A tiny know? thing. Okay, that makes sense. Second yeah. hole. We'll, uh, we'll hold till morning. Just no one take big peas. That works. Yeah. Well, here's um, the best part is yeah. that when we were leaving, my father-in-law was getting ready to get into the water tank to find the bullet. <laughs> oh, that doesn't see. That seems like it ends with someone trapped in a well and they got to find a guy with no collarbones to get you out. I don't know about yeah. that. Yeah. I guess that water tank, though, was like their backup. So if oh, their man. house caught on fire, because they're out in the middle of nowhere. So like if their house caught on fire, yeah. the fire department or someone would be able to use that tank for excess water. It's not like uh, what comes out of their faucet. I, I never thought about that. Yeah. I wasn't quite as panicked. Um, yeah. But mm. it was, I really did feel bad for him. But then also I was like, you know what? Karma for killing bunnies. Sorry about it. And win one for Josh. That's the karma. That's, that's, the, that's the important thing. Yeah. yeah, and formerly oops. I'm guessing formerly oops is oops bloody fart. Yeah, I was gonna update you. I don't know if we caught it. I was on one of my other streams. Formerly oops is uh, the now the name of uh, oops uh, bloody fart. Uh, his girlfriend won out the day, and I think this is where we're settled. I, Amanda, do you approve of this new name? Uh, I like it. I I do like it. Formerly and oops. I, I would assume that the girlfriend probably approves too because there's no bloody farts involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's enough to you know paint an image of what used to be, but if you don't know, you don't know. And I think that's a good compromise. Formerly Oops says if you puncture a water tank, just put flex tape on it. It's literally in the commercial. Ken, I must have mentioned flex tape, flex seal to my father-in-law like 30 times. Like, no, nah, I got something better. I'm like, better than flex, flex tape? Okay, I also, I also, because I am the amazing wife that I am, yeah. uh, suggested a Tootsie Roll because if you guys have seen Eating History, uh, he Josh uses a Tootsie Roll to see if it'll clog a hole, and it sure did. So I told my parents, let's go to the candy drawer and find a Tootsie Roll. There you go. They weren't really into that idea. Um, but. It seems like uh, uh, Josh, your father-in-law is the type that's like, Flex Seal, no, I've got some homemade paste I made out of duct tape, water, and grit. Let's yeah. use that. I don't know and why. And like grape nuts, because that's all he eats. <laughs> I don't know why I've turned him into like a 70-year-old prospector. But yeah, because I've met him and he does not sound like that at all. Not 70 yet. Not 70 yet, but he is definitely an old prospector. Here's the, the best. Here's the best part, I Ken. could do a whole episode about how cool my dad is. <laughs> Sunday morning, we wake up and he's like, uh, hey. I, and I say to Amanda, we wake up, I'm like, oh, man, can't wait to just like sit around the day and not do anything. Just like, you know, enjoy the property, whatever. Right. And my father, we wake up and go to see him. And he's like, got a, we got a job today after breakfast. Get ready. And I was like, son, son of, of a bitch. Job. We went down into a horse trail. Okay. We had to yeah. hike down a mountain and then back up the mountain and then back down the mountain and back up a mountain to saw down like three trees. He had a chainsaw and I had a 10 foot long hand saw to get the branches off the high parts. Because... They did it because when we ride the horses down yeah. this trail, there is a tree that it's, it, it's a really steep hill. And there is a tree because, um, you know, can I ride horses and yeah. I don't wear a helmet? So it's really dangerous if you have low hanging branches. But if you had a helmet, you could hit that. You could hit that branch Thanks, and keep Ken. going. You're right, Ken. So You're right. it's a really steep. My parents call it Snowy River because apparently that's a movie or 
book or something that is really steep. I don't, anyway, so, um, it's really steep. And so you have to lean back, almost laying back on the horse to not get smacked in the face with this huge branch. So finally my dad was like, Oh, good. My son-in-laws are here. Let's go down. We got to chop up this tree so that you don't have to, like my mom and the girls don't have to like break their necks trying to, you know, get around it. You know how that is, Ken. You get it. Oh, I totally, that's why I I wear a helmet. Yeah. Would you, would you, wait, when, when, when we're, when, when we're, what's that? Oh yeah. You got your horns. When I position my it does look like you're part of some kind of weird uh, <laughs> clan, the weird clan. Um, uh, when we're back to normal, if whatever that yeah. is and whenever it is, Amanda, are you telling me you won't join us for a group ride at like Sunset Ranch because of a helmet? You telling me you oh, won't? No, I, will, I will absolutely join you. I will wear a helmet uh-huh. to make everyone more comfortable and because it's also the rules. But let me just tell you, I don't need a helmet. Oh, but here's the deal. Yeah. The thing with these rides is that they they basically assume that everyone is a total beginner, so they do yeah. not let you go fast. And for, like I don't even did they let you trot or anything? I mean, we kick up we kick up the 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 speed a little bit more than even my liking, but the but yeah, you know, you're right. They ask you though you're you're supposed to fill out the form. And okay. you, you say, you indicate, you know, the level of what you've ridden a horse before. Been on it once, twice. And it, like Grace used to ride as a kid. So she's like, uh, you know, a lot of, you is would be there like. One, is there a box that says like basically Annie Oakley? Yeah. That, there's, oh, yeah. There's. Oh, Man- you can, you can just sign it. Mandy Oaks. Mandy Oaks. Oh, they'll, yeah. they'll be like, oh, it's you. It's you. Um, so because it was just us two and the, and the instructor. Uh, I think she she trusted Grace definitely more. With me, she kept being kind of like, "Hey, you're leaning to one side." I don't know what kept happening the whole time. I felt I was on straight, but I was like this. I don't know what. I don't know how. I don't even know how. I felt like I was on straight, but she was like, "You're doing it again." Celine, I was getting ready for the branch. Exactly. Yeah, you were. Yes. I so yeah, I like to go fast on a horse. Like I like to gallop, and I like to have like free. Yes. That's why when we're up at my parents, my mom and I will go riding and there's just a ton of like open fields that you can just like run and walk and trot and do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, and so I like the freedom of being able to do that, but yeah. I would actually love to experience this ride because I've never actually ridden in LA or anywhere around LA to like great. see any of the trails or anything. Yeah. So I would definitely... Yeah, they take, would, they take you up also, to the Hollywood sign, all that stuff. Yeah. Yes. Formerly Oops did call me out and say, like, you know, because I was being cocky about my horse riding skills. And then he's like, yeah, you probably didn't think you'd fall down the stairs and break your butt. Well, you know what? I didn't. But I I did. <laughs> I was going too fast down the stairs and I did break my butt. So yeah. you're right. I, I have no. Galloping is awesome till you're running down the stairs. Um, it's a point. I mean, yeah. I, the, the horses, I mean, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Horses do scare me a little bit when they walked up to me and said like, hello, when we were in the pasture, yeah. like they walk up real close to you. I'm like, these things are ginormous. They are huge animals. Oh yeah. Uh, they're I, so sweet. And, but yeah, like, then they like kind of come up to you and they're like, yeah, hey, what's going on? I'm like the tall kid in class. I'm they're not, not going to like, just go up on, on two feet and be like, smack them in the face. Yeah. They're, they're like really, they're small. Um, 
They're gentle giants. They're like really calm, unless yeah. you piss them off unless somehow. Them off. But I mean, you're, what are you going to do? Like kick them in the gut? Well, I'm always going to stay away from their front and back legs if I'm on the ground. Like I'll put, I'll put, uh, pat their butt, but I'm never going to get behind them because I don't want them to suddenly no, kick. You me. should never stand behind a horse. Yeah. I mean, I have, but that's just because. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, what uh, but no, I'm kidding. Yeah. Never actually stand behind a horse. Josh, that's a great question. Christy McGee in the live chat brings up. Uh, you love drawing horse manes, as was previously previously established, but you don't trust horses. How I can't marry the two in my brain. From a distance, the horse mane everybody knows is a glorious piece it's of great. art it's to be inspired by drawers of charcoal, pencil, colored pencil, watercolor, yeah. and even acrylics. Okay, <laughs> it's it's the actual horse that scares me. So when my wife is riding the horse, there's nothing quite like the flowing hair of a blonde woman and the flowing hair of the horse mane all entangled in one. Ride to my full potential because oh. he's never been around. Oh. Oh, because oh. he doesn't ride. Here's here's the funny part: is every time we go up there, I'm like, I'd love to get on the horse and go for a ride with you. She's like, Oh, definitely. Do we do that? Nope. We should, uh, yeah, yeah. See, so you could do it up there. I don't know why you, uh, down here. Yeah, you'd be limited unless, like, I have a friend who runs and owns and trains horses. She might let you run full speed. But you're right, Sunset Ranch. They're gonna take you on a trot. But yeah, you have you can go up there. You've never shown off, Amanda. You've never been like, sit down, Mister Makuga. I'm gonna show you who I am. I'm not very good at being. I'm not very good at being patient when it comes to teaching someone something new. Shocker. No, I'm not saying no, I'm not saying you teach him. I'm saying you have him sit down, put a sarsaparilla in his hand, and you show off. You go prance around that field. Be like, look at me now, honey. Like 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 if he was at a driving range. I'm sure when he's at a driving range with you, he's like, honey, you want to watch my nine iron? Woo! Like, you know? Yeah, he shows off. Better believe it. Mm. It's it's the you can't really show off because he'd have to like come down the trail from the house is kind of far to get to the point where you can like openly ride. So yeah. he would have to like walk on foot to get down there to watch me ride, okay. which would be weird. Uh, well, so uh, you otherwise know. he could ride on the back, back of me. <laughs> Look, whatever I you guys be the horse, be the horse, do what you want to do. I don't care. Uh, formerly oops says, can I commission you to draw a horse mane to go over our fireplace? Uh, yep. horse mane like a water mane. Uh, that water would be awesome. Bottle of Jack Daniels for a, one, uh, for a singular horse mane painting by me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the live chat's always funny, man. Um, yeah. So uh, I think we're always ready to take a break. Man, this show moved fast already. And, I, you know, I think I'm a little sunburnt, not sunburnt. I'm, I think my brain, I got fried today. I rode around with that top down in that car doing an errand, and I had to drive back, and I took the long way around by the zoo. And I think the sun zapped my brain power today, Josh and Amanda. Like, I'm not tired or groggy. I'm just not, I'm mentally just not connected. Is that possible? Can the sun no. burn your brain away? Yes, because oh, yesterday. Sure. That's what makes you, like, so tired, right? Yep. I, yesterday I played 18 holes of golf because you can play in Ventura County now. You had to drive an hour plus to go play golf. You can only play with two people, three people if you know them. That was like the rule. I'm like, eh, this is a weird rule. You can't ride in carts. You have to walk, and then you can't touch a pin. There's no rakes in the bunkers, and there's no ball washing. You have to, like, stay separate from one another. Okay. Uh, and I walked 18 holes and it was hot. And by the time I got home yesterday, I didn't even know if I was going to make it to the finale of eating history. I was like dozing off at like nine 15. My brain was fried. All of a sudden fried my entire body. Oh yeah. First of all, 
You can't touch the pins? How do you putt? Can you take the pins out? No, so you have to putt at the pin, and then they put pool noodles on the pin, and so your ball doesn't go all the way in the cup. You just pluck it right out with your fingers. So it's basically noodle golf. It's noodle golf. Noodle golf. A lot of people making ball washing jokes. That's one of my favorite things to do is to wash a golf ball. Is that weird? No, it's fun. You get the little machine, and you just kind of yank it until it's clean, right? You know what I mean? It's definitely. This is getting weird. Oh, the balls. Uh, Amanda, you've never cleaned a ball on the golf course? I've never personally cleaned a ball. We got to get you to clean a ball. You ride for Josh. <laughs> you, Josh, you teach her how to clean a ball on the golf course, you sickos. Hey, uh, <laughs> stick around. It's the afternoons with Josh, Ken, and Amanda, the Sun Fried Edition and the Fleetwood Mac Edition. Stick around. It's a silly look at a serious world. Doesn't matter when you listen, as long as your brain is fried. It's always the afternoon. It's time, baseball fans. The new podcast feed, Box Score Heroes, has arrived. This is the new home of the show, Behind the Bag, with Kat Napsok and Tom Dagnino. And is also the place to find shows like The Legends of the Wax Packs, the only baseball power rankings you need, and My Favorite Baseball, a nostalgic look back at the game we all love, and more. Find the podcast feed on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are found. Box Score Heroes is your podcast home for everyone with a a passion for all things baseball. Hi, we're back here on the afternoons with Josh, Ken, and Amanda. A sweaty look at a sunny world. It doesn't matter when you listen, as long as you're sitting on a back-supported pillow because it's colder than an actual steel chair. It's always a sweaty butt. <laughs> the afternoons. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Would it be cheesy, Josh and Amanda, if for my already cheesy 2002 Mustang that I love, if I was to buy one of those car seat cushions that you plug in with the AC adapter and you got heat and ventilation if you want, is that going to be yes. wrong? A massager and yeah. a massager. Yeah. Yeah. I go for it. Go it's for not it. not cheap to do it. It's fitting. The only thing you've got to watch is when you buy a new one of those and you yeah. plug it into an old car, you could short the battery. So be careful. Well, that is a, that is a, that is a con- on fire with the heater. Oh, uh, that's true. Well, it's apparently a concern because my friend, when he sells me the car again, he sells me the car for $1, which I don't think the state of California is believing because of my, my ownership trans- transfer papers have been rejected twice now. <laughs> they keep coming back. Could you put the price of the car sale on here? I'm like one dollar cash, American. That's how much I bought it from him. He, he, you know, I've been in the car for years. He's had it for two, since 2002. I remember when he bought it, and he, yeah, he does this, this, that, and he's got a phone charger in there, a little little adapter. And he goes, yeah, uh, just leave it out. Don't leave it in unless you need to charge your car. It, it's not good for the car. I'm like. That's not a good sign. So I want I want to order this seat thing, but I, I, that's what I'm afraid of, Josh. That the car. Yeah, I wouldn't. Do it. As the son of a as the son of a car dealer, I will tell you there there is you know, like four or five rules of cars that my dad always said. One, never ever in a million years put stickers on your car. 
Never put bumper stickers on them. If you can put a window sticker, because those come off, no problem. Sure. It's those clear ones. You can peel them on and off. No big deal. Yeah. Never put a bumper sticker in your car. Put car magnets. That's totally fine. Whatever you want to do. Right. Right. Two, always keep your car clean. Wash the outside. Wash the inside. Make sure it's always clean. Number three, if you smell something weird coming out of your AC, more than likely something crawled in your car and died somewhere and you need to go get it checked out. Okay. Yeah. And number four, never plug anything in your car for a long period of time. It just like the chargers aren't supposed to sustain that. There's a reason that you you push the cigarette lighter. Yeah. They never really like change that technology that well. Right. Back in the day. Okay, I'm gonna have to get on the phone with John Makuga and say, John, can I can I buy this electric car butt massager? Because I really He'll want, tell you, I really you want one. I figured top down massager going, what a life I'd lead. <laughs> Ken, you have you have upgraded so hard over the quarantine. You get in a car wreck with your Camry. Now the only reason I can always tell it was your Camry is because you got a hole in the bumper. Right. I was like, oh, Ken's here. Ken's here. There's his car. It's a hole in the bump. Okay. <laughs> Two, now you have a convertible Mustang top down, crushing it. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. You have, you have singularly owned the beanie style, even though you're not wearing one right now. The right. beanie has now become a signature. And you've gone from just Ken Napsok to possibly playing lead guitar in a U2 cover band. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I got, I got the little purple mini uh, beanie. Um, I, I'll tell you what. I like. I saw a picture. So you know, Facebook does the memory thing, uh, yeah. and I go to Vegas every year for that wrestling convention. And, and me and my buddies, and and one of them reposted one of the pictures. It's when we went to the Double Down Saloon in Vegas, which is still there. That's where they serve a drink called Ass Juice. So you have to go in and order Ass Juice, and it's really fruity and good. Um, oh, but I got some. Yeah, happening. we yeah. should go there. We might get asked to leave it's one of those places we almost got a guy was just like looking at us and was like oh this place is gone to shit and was like gonna <laughs> like kick us out um i looked at the picture and i was like who is that guy it was a plain black target polo gray cargo pants and work boots and a and like a weird hat and i was like i don't know who that guy is anymore how did Josh, how did you be friends with me? How can be, oh my God, it's horrible. I look like a Ken, Canadian. You're always somewhere between a suit and yeah. a tire that I didn't think people still owned. You're, it was, <laughs> I'll be uh, honest, I don't really remember a Ken that's different from you today. Well, because. Like you've been this Ken to me. I mean, it's it's been, I mean, I've been with Grace now for three years. It's definitely been part of the change of the outfits for sure. But yeah, so yeah, you've been, yeah. I mean, but Josh knew me. I mean, he when we first met each other it was years ago, but 2012 is a long time ago. Long time ago. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, suits, yeah. I was trying to think because um, you know uh, Tom Dagnino and I are doing, aka Bobby Gucci, yeah. are doing the Seinfeld Josh party tomorrow with Mark Ellis hosting. Maybe Ken pops in. That's I sent him the link. Who knows if he has time or not? We're not sure. Yep. Yep. But um, the. I was trying to post like how long Tom and I have been talking about doing this. And I was like, wait, when did we first meet? And I was like, holy shit. It's 2013. Yeah. was the first time I met Tom. Dude, that's seven years ago. I know. I know. I started. I glint in the eye. (laughs) Barely. But it is weird to think that we're, I think going on like six years. No, five, five, five years together. Yeah. Yeah. 
April April 9th, we was, like was five years. April 9th was five years. Yeah. April th- April 9th, but April 13th was when he told me he loved me. So Oh, look at that softy. He's getting Barely five days later. <laughs> he gets to it. He knew. He knew. He was like uh, You know, I yeah. make you do stupid things. That's why I've been drunk for the last five years. I got married, I got engaged, booze. I bought one. I'm glad you mentioned that, Josh. I bought one of those. You know the Captain Morgan rum bottles that are like water jug size. Like, yeah. I bought one not too long ago for Grace and I to have during this lockdown. We finished it. It's done in like three weeks. It sometimes takes me a year to get through that. See, see, this we've quarantine are, is creating I'll, alcoholics. I'll be honest. We've already gone through. I think two bottles of mezcal. Me, because he doesn't drink it. And a handle of tequila. A, a couple, I'll say a couple handles of vodka. A couple handles of vodka. That, which is all him. And then like four bottles of Jack Daniels. I mean, a lot of Jack. It's a it's a thing. It's a thing. Ooh. And it's not, we're busy, you're busy. A lot of it's not like we're sitting home bored, but it's just like, uh, end of the night. You want to watch a ghost show and drink? Yeah, let's do that. Like, I don't know. Exactly. How do you guys keep watching all of those ghost shows? Like, this is an honest question. What is it about the ghost show that does it for you? I'll tell you, this is a great question, Josh, because we just picked up a, two other ones that we're watching now. One's, oh. co- one's starring Jack Osborne. Ozzy's. Really? Yeah. He's still around? He's still around. I, I remember watching him back in the day on, on, on the reality show. Um, I don't know. The, the Ghost Adventures one, because it's silly, I don't believe it, but I want to believe. You know what I mean? And okay. so it's like... And they're just they're just kind of fun. They're not trying to well, sometimes they're trying to be funny, but they're just so sincere and it's so silly. But it works because they've been doing it since two thousand and eight. And it's like, you know, like you and old Smokey. It works, right? It works. You're just doing your thing, you don't know why it just works. Just it, it just works. There's been other shows. And just like if there in a couple of years there's like a, a slices of time, the show about old food, and it's like, well, that ain't Josh and Old Smokey. Slices of time. Slices of time. I like that. Ghost Adventures is that. And so it's pulled Grace and I in. It's also a good. Tra- it's on the travel channel. So like you're, you're getting a tour of cool places. Sure. I, don't, I don't know why. I just because I want to go on a ghost hunt and I don't believe it. But like I told Grace, because I. Is this the first thing that ghosts. we've. Is this I the think- first thing that we've like majorly dis- disagreed on? Is that you would go on a ghost hunt and I would rather throw myself off a waterfall and have to like live underwater for 10 years. I'd like to search Josh. under the waterfall too. Are why? Because you're afraid or are you just too silly? He's afraid. Well, I'm definitely afraid of ghosts. Are you kidding me? Yeah. He's a big baby. No, I know. No, I know. And I've, I remember when they used to slave labor you into doing scary videos on, on at uh, Collider town, but, um, um, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it. Like you uh, go around Griffith park at two in the morning with some devices. No. I what? No. I feel like ghosts are actually good. Like, I I feel like all ghosts are good. They're just like misunderstood. What is this? An episode of Clueless, the podcast? No. <laughs> ghosts. I'm just, I'm just misunderstood. <laughs> I no, ghosts scary. are terrible. They're not. They're just. I th- I believe in ghosts, and I believe okay. that ghosts are good. They they are just trying to communicate with us, and we misunderstand them because we're scared and we're big pussies. So right. it, the communication gets yeah. In the live chat, Ranger Donald says ghosts are evil, which is also right. what he said about he said that about horses too. Um, Thank you. 
Yeah, <laughs> see, Alice is their bad ghost too. Look, um, I look. I, I, it's not that I, I again. I want to believe. It's like it's like X Files, and Grace doesn't necessarily believe the show, but she's more like, yeah, all this stuff is 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 real in there. You know, and like like we're hang, we hang we hang out with our friend Joe Star and his wife Torlin. Joe Star doesn't believe in nothing. Torlin's like, I'm talking to a ghost right now. Like, it's a fun dynamic. But so we want to go ghost hunting with them because Joe and I will be in the back. We're like, that's a rock. And and Torlin and Grace will be like dancing with the ghost. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. You know? Yeah, Durf is right. Grace says she's a witch. You know, I'll tell you what. She did Reiki on me the other day and... I, I held back. I was like, we're not going to tell her anything. And she absolutely predicted a knee injury that I wasn't telling her about. I don't know. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Back it up. Beep, beep, beep. That's a Seinfeld beep, reference. That's a Seinfeld beep. reference. Okay. Yeah. You, you, Grace is doing Reiki and she did it on you. Yes. Yeah, she did the Reiki. It's not an evil thing. You just like rub your hands and it transfers like the heat and it can feel like the. I've, I've had it done before and I actually. It really worked for me. I don't know what the hell she was doing, but yeah. I believe in it. She'll do it. She just she's taking classes. Uh, I don't know how much she wants me to share with the world, but she's taking classes. And and in, in the future, man, she'll take an appointment. She'll do it because it's very relaxing. Forget whatever it may or may not do. I think Josh would be a great candidate It'll for one great. of her appointments. It'd be great because it's it's because he's skeptic, it, and I think he I think she could change it. Yeah, yeah, because no, there's no touching. And you feel, yeah, and he hates being touched by yeah. strangers. You feel, you feel the heat, like you feel it. And I'm dubious. I'm like, I'm, but I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna let her do her thing. And we, and and I lay down, and she's like, all right. And I had just like pulled something in my left knee, like it was like we went for a while, and I was, something was off in my knee. And she's moving around. She's doing this. She goes, uh, "Do you got a problem with your left knee? Is it throbbing? It seems like it's throbbing right now. It's higher on the right side of your left knee." And I was like. That's exactly where I'm hurting. That's yes, exactly it's, a, it's where it is. a real thing. It works. I fully believe in it. Christy McGee says she can't explain it, but it does work. It does work. Yeah, yeah. Can is this like a Ouija board thing where, or like a, like a, a psychic not. medium? It's like, does anybody in the crowd have a, a dad whose name starts with J? And it was like, oh my god, he knew me. And you can feel the heat. This isn't like Yoda, like Baby Yoda and uh, you know what? going. Uh, we are going to do uh, when yeah. we can all see each other and semi touch each other again. Yeah. We are going to film it for the afternoons because I guarantee you, Josh will be a changed man yeah. after he does it. I, you know, I, I, I don't disagree with that. Like, uh, as am I, do I think that, uh, we're going to go to Griffith park and we're going to hang out with a ghost. Like it's a haunted mansion at Disneyland. No, but uh, whatever's going on here, I don't. Again, I don't know what. I'm not saying like suddenly my knee was knee was healed and I went leaping in the fields. All I'm saying is I did not I did not tell her, and she was like, D -d -d "Hey, you got your right part of your left knee throbbing? Is there pain? Is there something going on?" I was like, "That's absolutely." Yeah, but but Ken, she's also been living with you for like ever, so she knows that your left knee hurts. No. It'd be like a man that would be said like, "She didn't." No, my, my right, sure. my right knee is a knee that bothers me. I have a little like LC, MCL, ACL type of strain. That day, we went for a little stroll to get get some air, and I tweaked something. And then we went back, and she did this the Reiki thing like within twenty minutes. I hadn't told her. Swear to God, hadn't told her. And so, and to a to the pinpoint, she picked it out. Huh. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, listen, listen. I am extremely skeptical right now because I used to do these like 
when we first started dating, d- dating, I would like touch her and be like, Reiki. Reiki. Yeah, he would, he would pretend Reiki. it too. He's like, Reiki, Reiki, like as if it was doing anything. I'm like, you're an idiot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think, uh, yeah. Old hands. I was asking, does Grace have any dolls that resemble you? I mean, I have, I have a doll someone made of me at screen junkies. It could be a voodoo doll. <laughs> now, now that I think about it, it could be a voodoo doll. Um, I mean, I might believe voodoo dolls before I believe Reiki, but I don't know. Maybe I'm ranking wrong. <laughs> Reiki? Or maybe I'm wrong. It's something, it's something worth a try. Something worth a try. Rocket Raccoon says, I use Reiki on leaves in the fall. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. That one, too. Uh, it's possible. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Look, we'll do it all. When we get, we'll go horseback riding. If, if Amanda goes horseback riding with a helmet, then I think, uh, Josh can, uh, uh suffer a, a Reiki, uh, uh, a treatment. I think it'll be good. Okay. Well then fine. I will do, uh, I will do Reiki mm-hmm. and then we'll go to Shakey's boom. Oh. For a little lunch buffet. Yeah. What, what, oh man, that is one thing I do miss from the quarantine is a good friend's lunch and like the occasional once a year, Ken and Josh go to Shakey's for lunch and gorge ourselves on pizza. Oh yeah. Oh, that was a great day. We knew the end. That was uh, we were new, we knew we were about two weeks probably away from getting cut from Collider, and we went to the Shakey's. We each spent seven ninety nine on a meal and about pooped in the booth. I know, I know. We ate so much, and there was a thing a point like midway through lunch where we said, "Let's not go back and just get drunk here because they serve beer at the Shakey's." Serve beer. Oh, those are good days. Yeah, I miss that. I miss that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, but at the same time, I love having. Uh, uh, poop in a booth. That's my cousin says formerly. Oops, bloody fart. Um, yeah, I don't know. I miss that, but I'm also loving the excuse of not having to go anywhere. Like yeah. I miss, I, I miss the comedy store patio. I miss, you know, just yeah. hanging out, you know, but I don't have to go like, uh, do you want to come to my birthday party? God, how do I tell them? No, now I just, no one's, <laughs> well, no I one's just asking. miss not showing up to stuff, but See? I, I honestly, I think I'll be really sad when things go back to, I don't think things will really go back to normal right. for a while, but when things get sort of moving again, yeah, I think it's sad. I don't know. I mean, yes, there are certain things that are terrible about having to stay home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like we're in the safety of our home. We're not like, you know, there are a lot of worse places we could be trapped and held hostage, you know? So absolutely. We- and I'm such a homebody anyway. I, I don't know. I, you could be in. A, I love it. I love being home. So I think I'll be sad. You could be I, in a studio apartment in Lancaster. Yeah. yeah. Well, now every now I have a whole new like outlook on okay. when I see people either captured or put in dungeons or you know like this season of Ozark, Jason Bateman gets captured by the uh, Mexican mob and like tortured kind of. I like you can torture me. At least there's somebody hanging out with me while they're torturing me, right? Like when they keep me down in that dungeon alone, I'm so bored. What can I possibly do in that dungeon? There's no TV. There's no reading. I mean, the days go Wait, long. Are I mean, you saying that I am torturing? No, 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 no. I no. Whoa, oh, No. What I'm saying is, is that we're stuck inside, like as a people, and we've been getting bored. Like we've been, we we run out of shows to watch. I will say, what I'm saying. I saw this. I saw this. I need. To, I need to find it and read it because it's actually the perfect. Um, what'd you say? <laughs> so that was close. That was close. <laughs> yeah, I'd I, rather be tortured. I will than say, I think every like 
we'll have like two really good days where we feel, feel like somewhat productive and we have like a normal life. And then like the third day hits, which is just effing horrible. And you, I feel like crap. And I feel like kind of today was that day a little bit, um, where you just, I get, I got nothing done that I intended to do. And I feel like every three days is about, is about that. It's like, I feel pretty good most days and then it'll kind of hit me. Yeah, no, I, you know what, I, Amanda, you're onto something there. I have like Mondays is a real hard day. I, work, I mean, hard day. Like, it was just like I work a lot. I, I do four center all day. This is that. Then, like, <coughs> Tuesday, I'm like, I got all my admin work done. Wednesday, I'm like, 2 p.m., sweatpants still. Like, I don't know. And it then starts over again. Uh, it, it, it's something like that. Yeah. So, okay, this, this is what I read. I'm so nervous about putting jeans on consistently. Oh, God. I read this today, and I think this fits exactly, at least at what I'm going through, maybe any others can relate, but it says, the quarantine state of mind is having three solid days where you feel pretty well-adjusted, followed by a sudden, unexpected dip into what we call the hell zone. <laughs> and I, that is exact. I couldn't put it more perfectly. That is how I feel every few days, the hell yeah. zone. Yeah, that's 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 why I want it. Like, I w- here's my uh, my silly number one. I, I want everyone to be healthy, and I want this to be done with. But I want like, I want all the businesses to be back to normal, so the business, the economy, yeah. and all that stuff. But I I want to I want to still be told I I can't go in the restaurants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want I want every yeah. I just want people to be like, hey, you can't go to your friend's birthday at that bar in downtown because it's too yeah. much of a drive parking expense. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like. Uh, do I have another friend having a cool downtown birthday? Oh, we're all sick. Yeah. You know what's a great excuse for not going places? Mm-hmm. A baby. Oh, no. Oh, here we go. It's too sweaty to make a baby. Come on. It's too hot. You Thank you. No, we're already sweaty. Why not just get more sweaty? I Plus, we have AC in our bedroom, so even better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to get yourself one of these, a baby Yoda. A baby Yoda. Yes. Um, I don't know. It's not as easy as we all think. Sex ed teaches you to like never have sex because you're going to get pregnant like right away. We've been trying for like two weeks. I spent my whole life trying to not get pregnant. And now when I want to get pregnant, I can't. Wait a minute. Three weeks, that's works it's been three months yeah, wait a minute wait a minute that's breaking news you you pulled the goalie for three weeks here what's going on he's been pulled a while i've just been pulling out past the goal <laughs> i've been shooting wide of the oh net. my god that is so much tmi i can't believe you just <laughs> josh wakuga has zero shots on goal as we go into the final quarter of this game but the Penguins ripping them into the stands yeah the penguins are down 3-0 because of it here <laughs> That's wow, that's and here comes Makuga for the penalty kick. Jesus, he kicked it. The, he kicked it so far left, the he, goalie didn't even move. The, the but goal- you guys, this is the best. And I feel like most men don't really know how it works to get yeah. pregnant. Like, I think you guys just think that like nah, a little swimmer comes out and yeah. just swims in and goes to the right place and you get pregnant right away. That's not how it works. There's so much more science involved. And so Josh thinks that like immediately, as soon as it happens, he's like, Oh, you're definitely pregnant. And then the very next morning, he's like, Wow, you're glowing. You're pregnant. Ooh, are you a little bloated? You're definitely showing. I'm like, <laughs> I, I never not, said she was bloated, by the I way. I am okay. not pregnant. Like, that is not how it works. You don't just get pregnant within 24 hours. It oh, just, no. I feel like 
not understand oh, no. how science, women's science works. This you guys is, need to read up on it. This is the best TMI conversation I've ever had with two close friends in front of a live audience. <laughs> I love that the I love this. I have this very chaste image of Josh walking away moments after just high fiving a wall, going, "That did it." <laughs> yes. Although I definitely have pressured him into this. Like we said that we were going to wait until September. And uh, then since the quarantine, I'm like, you know what, what the fuck are we waiting for? Like, let's just go ahead and do it. And so I she, honestly, she yelled drugs at him me, one night. fills me with food, yells at me, <laughs> yes, starts I crying. At him, and then I'm like, I, I cried and I made him feel really bad. He's like, okay, fine. So I definitely like guilted him into this, but <laughs> this is the best. You guys are the best. Oh, man, I can't wait to have uh, little uh, Bo Jackson Makuga. It's going to be the best. Um, that's uh, that's that's great. Yeah, I don't understand the science of it all. I I I I, I don't yeah, what I don't know. You just <laughs> can come on soliloquy. Give it to us. I don't, yeah, <laughs> I'm just Amanda's right. We don't we don't understand. We're like I got we're like knife goes in, guts go out. I don't understand. Like, I touch your butt and it works. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? Is that, is that, is that Ralph Wiggum? The, and then, uh, and then the mommy's uh, butt, butt breaks and fun. I can't remember. It's one. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Pepe Luis says the secret to getting pregnant is hoping with all your heart to not get pregnant. Then bam. I truly believe that is true. The more you want to be pregnant, the more your body does not want to allow you to be pregnant. The second you're like, 17 years old and don't know what you're doing with your life and definitely not trying to get pregnant is when you get a freaking baby. What the hell? I, yeah. I don't disagree. I, yeah, the science of the science of, I love, I love that we've got some great, older, so it yeah. can be a little harder. Some great, you know. great live comments. I love, I love Haskell, little McCook's bibbies. Uh, uh, we got, uh, Brennan Marr saying, uh, I joined the stream at just the wrong moment. Yeah. Oh did. man. You did. I'm so sorry about that. It's yeah. kind of like life. I joined just at the wrong moment. Oh, right? like, oh quarantine's going to be awesome. And then I get like a guilt baby. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Al- Alice is right. Uh, get on birth control. You love babies more than anything. I do you love just, babies. I do you love just a good don't kid. want. Josh just knows that when he has a baby, he's going to have to grow up and he doesn't want to do that. No, if anything, I have to grow back down to get on the baby's level so we can be best friends. I put a golf club in his his or her hand. They become my best friend. They resent their mother. Then later on in life, you know, they're like, well, I'm the worst. I'm like, I know. Isn't she the worst? Let's get hammered. Wait a minute. All all I want from you, Amanda, is I want this on the record here, is if you guys have a kid, at least once a month, Josh can come out for a comedy store patio night. What? (laughs) I'm saying if... If you have, if you guys have a kid, once a month, Josh still is allowed to come out for Comedy Store Patio Night. Oh, totally. I am definitely not one of those people. You're talking to Mandy No Shows. I'm going to take off. Yes, go like, out. Uh, exactly. I have no problem. I have never had a problem with him going out to places. I know, but then when. Without me. It's when, when he, it's when he invites me and forces me to go. I'm like, I don't want to go. Uh, yeah, but see, that's, that's what you need. You know, when you got the little, when you got the little poop machine. Oh, sorry. My phone is. Uh, when, when you got the little. Uh, when you got the little poop machine, you know, you're going to be like, hey, I need you to stay home and make me some spaghetti. I don't know. Again, I don't know the science of babies. Um, so uh, I don't know. I just I just I don't want to. I've had friends 
I've had friends who the kid comes and that's it. Poof, gone their memory. I don't see him anymore. Uh, you know, Uncle Ken will come over and play with the kid within a mask and gloves, of course. But, you know, Uncle Ken also wants to take Joshy to the comedy store to get blitzed. True. It's true. It's true. Um, There's no, a- I think that I, I would say, and I don't know, I think living in L.A. or Southern California, I think it does sort of not force you, but you do have a sense of like, I have to keep my social life because there's so much happening around you. And, um, you even, I mean, even our friends who do have kids are still so, they still really, they do a great job about making sure that they're still social because I think that's such, I don't know, not only does it make you feel young, I guess, but also, I don't know, maybe it's just an LA thing, but I do feel that there are still so many of our friends still stay social and, you know, make sure to make plans with friends and do things. And I, I've seen success stories. I've not everyone. It's not a general sweeping statement. I've seen the good balance and it should change your life. I don't think, you know, if, if it doesn't, you're probably doing it wrong. You know, if Josh is in a gutter every night at three in the morning, we might have a problem. Um, and I have a friend, I have a friend who that was the case and his, his partner, his girlfriend left him. Uh, correct. And we were all like for years, like leave him. Um, so yeah, no, I think there's a balance. And yeah, I've been around some of your friends and they seem perfectly. It's, it's uh, they brought a baby to a bar. It was yeah. Good. It was a good thing. Yeah. I think there are the ways to the bar. There are ways of, and what my sister, so I have two, I have three sisters. Two of them have kids. And what one of them has always said is that, you know, everyone thinks when you have a baby that you, your world has to revolve around them. But my sister is like, no way. My baby's world revolves around mine. So if I want to make plans and have a social life and, you know, you just create ways to do it. Yeah around the kids. So, you know, my sister's still super social and she'll, you know, have friends over where they bring their kids and then, you know, they play while they're drinking and whatever. (laughs) My sister's like, I'm never going to be somebody who has like a scheduled nap time where like, I have to go home because my baby has to nap. You just, you know, that's what she, when she says she has to go home because my baby has to nap, she's talking about this baby. (laughs) But like, I've got, I not only do I have nieces and nephews, but I have a husband who's like a big kid. So I've yeah. had so much practice. Yeah. I am so ready okay. because if, if I can handle this kid, I can handle any kid. I mean, you do have to change them every now and then. But I, you know, I, I know friends who've gotten dogs and I haven't seen them for seven years. I have one friend who was a comedy partner of mine, got a German shepherd. Haven't seen him since <laughs> Invite, invited him to parties. And he's always like, I got the dog, which I look having two chihuahuas that need love and care every six hours, at least. Um, I understand it, but like legitimately have not seen him for seven years. So I'm worried about a human. Worried about a human. I would say I don't think that we are. Oh, I'm coming over. I'll bust down the door. Those kind of people. I think that being social and seeing our friends is really important to us. But that doesn't mean, you know, that you don't change when you have a kid. I don't know. But I don't envision myself being somebody who, like, guilts my husband and going out because we have a baby. Okay. Have fun. You go out. I'll be home. Reflected here on the record because no kids in my future or Uncle Mark's. So, um, you know. We'll give them to you. Yeah. There you go. I'll raise Mark. All right. uh, We have a call. Um, 
that I want to play here before we get out of here. This is from our friend DJ Oldboy. Hey, Afternooners. I wanted to let you know that your favorite movie, Cement and Celery, is now available on video home cassette from Yinzer Productions. Call now and receive the unreleased episode to Jessica Flash in the Green Bulb titled Jedi or an Eye. Hey there, Josh, Ken, Amanda. This is Chris Lynch, a.k.a. DJ Oldboy, Vinyl Ronin on Instagram. I just wanted to say that I love this podcast. Thank you for brightening up my week, my afternoons. And I wanted to let you guys know that I finally made my Afternoons and Chill Mix, a live vinyl mix inspired by the Afternoons podcast, which I will be uploading to SoundCloud hopefully this weekend. I just have to tweak a few things. Thanks to all the fellow friends of the podcast and the hosts. You're all true pals. Thank you. Oh, the DJ old boy so great, man. He's a... He's Aww, that is so nice. I a, love that call. Cement and celery. Yeah. So wonderful. I mean, my God. <laughs> it is. It's a great episode. It's lost episode, Jessica uh, Flash and the Green Bulb, uh, which uh, I, hear, I hear during these quarantine times, they're going to do a... Uh, Season one cast reunion via Zoom and Blue Jeans. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Going to be a yeah. lot of fun. I, yeah, I'm, I mean, stellar cast, stellar soundtrack, incredible oh. scripts. Um, the fact that they that they that 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 cast never got put together in another movie again that wasn't a Cement and Celery two or even yeah. three. It could have been a great trilogy. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, it's it, it just goes to show you how how Hollywood can get it right. And Hollywood can get it wrong. They can. Hollywood got it right. And then you know what? Sometimes you have a one-hit wonder and they just disappear and that's okay. But I just read that they were actually considering doing a remake with Hillary Swank. Oh, the Swankster. Yeah, there's and, and they were and they were thinking of uh they were gonna re remember because that great uh song in the credits by Belinda Carlisle that they yeah. were gonna have uh they were gonna have uh 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 Kesha do the cover of it now, which is timely and, and a lot of people are rooting for her now. So I am up for that. I'm up for that. Could be no, I I'm in. Hillary Swank, Million Dollar Baby. Oh yeah, she's a fighter. She would be great as. Yeah, the I mean they were they were thinking more Karate Kid for Hillary Swank is what they were trying for, but I, I think Million Dollar Baby works as well. I think that one's yeah. okay. I mean, and I I believe the idea is that the reboot and or it could be like a reboot like sequel kind of a situation is that it's called Cement and Celery Colon Concrete. <laughs> Cement and celery, colon, concrete. The lost Jessica yeah. Bulb and the Green Flash stories. Uh, DJ Oldboy, thanks for that call. We'll have, we'll listen to your mix. Uh, I know it's time to end the show when my jeans have melted off and I am now one with my chair. <laughs> my, I am literally in a an ocean of butt sweat right now. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. You guys know enough about me at this point. I'm just going to say it. I tried to put a pillow down and I think I've seeped through the pillow. Like it is just, I am so hot right now and not in a good way. It's a scene, man. It's a scene. I need a third for the day, but then I'm going to wash off myself tanner and I don't want to do that. So Shoot. Shoot. That was a, that was a great Engelbert Humperbeat, Engelbert Humperdink song. (laughs) Son of a bitch. Oceans of butt sweat. I'm <laughs> swimming in oceans of butt sweat. My dad, for the longest time, went, like we'd be in the car and the song comes like, oh, this is, 
Engelman Hummerdern. Like he could never get the guy's name right ever. He's like, oh god, I love Engelman Hunker Inc. Engelman Hunker Hummerdink is great. He's perpetually He's drunk. It's wonderful. All right, that's it for this week. The afternoons episode one oh four is in the books. It's a silly look at a serious world. It doesn't matter when you listen, Ken, as long as you tag history or at history on Twitter or Instagram and tell them to renew eating history for a season two. We still don't know what's going on, but let them know that you love it. It's always the afternoons. And yes, Christy McGee asked if my feet are still peeling off and they have just started. (laughs) They've just started peeling. Foot bags. They look disgusting, but like just today they started to peel. So give you an update next week. We got feet bags. More feet bags. Bye, everybody. Bye.